welcome back to the Morning Geekdom Podcast. As always, I am your host, Anthony Matulin, and on today's episode, we wrap up Season 1 Movie Trilogies by discussing Star Wars Original Trilogy. Alright, gentlemen, Greg and Tyler here with us today, no no, Damien. Um, so we had a, we had a, a draft... We picked how many? How many? How many trilogies did we pick? Tyler, thirty-two. Thirty-two. Put them on the old Instagram. <laughs> let uh, let our listeners vote, and lo and behold, what won? Star Wars yeah. original trilogy by one percent. That's wild. Way close. By less than eight. Less than eighty. Uh, yeah, I guess. Well, it won by two percent. It would have been a tie. Yeah. yeah. And it was less than eighty. Eighty votes, roughly. Out of how many? Right. How many? Uh, the totality on that one, there was a little over 800. Wow. Nice. Yeah. So thank you to all the listeners who voted. Thank you for voting Star Wars, the original trilogy as the winner. So it's much easier to, to discuss opposed to watching 16 hours of movies within, within one week. And I mean, that was, I'm going to take a W cause I picked that one. Now, granted, I mean, I was going to pick Lord of the Rings if I had the first selection mm. and I had the second selection. So I picked Star Wars. So... Um, Greg, do you think Star Wars should have won? I don't know. I was think I've been thinking about it a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I agree. I think it should be up there in the top, you know, few. Sure. Um, but I feel I still feel like Lord of the Rings is a better trilogy, but possibly Star Wars is the best trilogy that is an original concept. Um, and written I, just for okay. that. So an original IP. Yeah, versus like Lord of the Rings, which, you know, you're given this IP that's been around yeah, and yeah. developed. That's a good point. Good that's a great way to look at it. Yeah, great way to look at it. Because, I mean, even Godfather, right, is not an original IP. Yeah. Um, nothing in Lord of the Rings is as good as Empire, though. Or, or am mm. I mistaken? You Maybe you're not mistaken, but I could certainly argue... That Fellowship is the best movie created in the history of cinema. I don't even think. I mean, I you know where I'm at with that, right? I think that's yeah. the best of the trilogy, but I don't think most people think Fellowship's the best of the trilogy at all. I think we're out on a limb with that. Maybe, maybe. I mean, Greg, what do you think? We've never asked you that. I think it's the it's the movie that impressed me the most. Because we went into it not knowing how it was going to go, yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, so, so you had you had maybe the best time, or it blew your mind the most. But does that mean it's the best, or does that mean that the expectations were like set with that? I think it. I think it holds a special spot, like for all of us from the experience of watching it. Mm. Got it. And and I'm not here to. I mean, I'm happy Star Wars one. I think you sure. can you can't argue against it in any way, really. But think about what it says about the Lord of the Rings trilogy that there's a movie that is universally regarded, number Fellowship, as one of the best ever. And people say, well, maybe it's not even the best of the trilogy, whereas Star sure. Wars Empire might be the best movie ever. Sure. And even though New Hope is also outstanding, I don't think you would argue you, – you can't really make that strong of a case that maybe it's the best of the trilogy. So um, – mm. Maybe I can but... make it. I mean, I I I think it's rated super high yeah. on IMDb, right? Mm -hmm. I, you can make an argument that the New Hope is the most important movie ever made. 
Sure. Yep. But in terms and of I, like quality, could you say I mean, that it's better than Empire? It got certainly got nominated for more Oscars. Mm, okay. It's I, the only movie in the trilogy that got has an actual acting Oscar nomination for Alec Guinness. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you could say that it is the the strongest in story and acting, but Empire is more enjoyable because you have all of the big set pieces, the action, mm-hmm. things like that. You have the the huge moment of Vader. I don't know. Obviously, Empire's like you know my third favorite movie of all time. But I think if you look at it as a movie, if you look at them as just like quality movies or technical movies, I think A New Hope's probably a better technical movie than Empire from start to finish all around. But Empire Empire's more enjoyable. I feel like, in my opinion, Empire, because I was like thinking a lot about it in the in the mindset of it being a trilogy and like, you know, you can tell that like a new hope didn't necessarily know it was going to be a a trilogy, right? Like it was a single, it was a single movie, which almost made empire all that much more challenging to make because you're taking Mm -hmm. a movie that was going to be just a one-off and transforming it into a trilogy. And you had to like, you know, make that transition. Well, Mm -hmm. I mean, George Lucas, states he wrote it as a trilogy and i believe him um but yes it does not one doesn't lead into two like two leads into three yeah Mm -hmm. and that might be why two is the greatest sequel of all time because of the stakes at the end and how it leads into the third movie which has been duplicated a million times since i think we can all agree that return of the jedi is the worst of the group and you say that but it's not like a bad movie yeah but I asked this question. Let me ask you this. And I, I really, watching it as a, thinking about the series as a trilogy, which I have not done in a long time. I think of them as individual movies. Does Return of the Jedi, I'm going to ask Tyler first, does Return of the Jedi have the most iconic moments of any of the movies uh, as a whole? <clears throat> Probably, well, no, I think maybe the most iconic moment ever is Luke, you know, I am your father, right? <clears throat> right but in as going through the categories that you asked us to go through i i went through most of them most of those iconic mm-hmm. moments that i thought about were from jedi exactly so that's going to be my and we're going to get to it when we go to most watchable scene um i'm not asking if it has the best moment i'm saying does it have the most moments that are like gotcha. amazing like individual moments out of all of them meaning like a new hope it has three maybe mm. empire has four i'm just i'm not saying it does have three or four i'm just giving yeah. you a number but then empire or uh, return of the jedi as a whole story is not amazing but individual like moments it has a ton in my opinion yeah yeah probably now it has movie. three separate storylines essentially right and i think that's where it kind of loses its Loses a bit of itself, especially with, you know, the the performance that Harrison Ford gives, mm-hmm. which I will never, you'll never hear me say that it's not like one of the worst performances in any movie compared to the first two, because it's mm-hmm. just what he does in that movie is terrible. Well, how they write the character is terrible, but I think it has the most like crazy, not crazy, but the most like iconic moments that you mm-hmm. think of when you think of Star Wars. But I feel like it as a standalone movie, like what you're saying, mm-hmm. it I don't feel like it has a normal standalone movie story process it is it doesn't it is just it is the final scene of the trilogy like I was, yeah absolutely you, like you watch it and you're like the whole the whole um you know 
end battle scene uh, and everything. That's a third of the, like that whole everything about that yeah. is like the third of the, the movie. And you're like, oh yeah. my god! Like, <laughs> I I think of I and, and this is blasphemy, but I think of the third movie almost like a Tarantino movie, but not as good, where it just has individual scenes opposed to a cohesive story. Yeah, like they just have these big scenes, like in Glorious Bastards, for instance. It's like eight scenes, right? Yeah. It's not a cohesive. It's a story, but it's not like one scene to the next scene to the next scene. They're completely different scenes, completely different actors. There's no cohesiveness. There's no one to the other, one to the next. Where this kind of feels like that too. Yeah. Granted, not a Tarantino movie. I'm just saying <laughs> it feels like that a bit. Where the yeah. other two, especially the first one, feels like the most complete movie because you only have one storyline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where the second one, you have two storylines after they leave Hoth. Yeah. This one, you have three. So it's it's not not done as well. True. Tyler, let me let me let me let me ask you your your Star Wars knowledge real quick. Uh-oh. Greg, feel free to answer as well. The first movie is directed by who? A New Hope. Lawrence Kasdan. The first movie is directed by George Lucas. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, I knew that. That's fine. The second movie is directed by who? Isn't it Lawrence Kasdan? It's Irvin Kirshner. Oh. Kasdan Lawrence Kasdan, Kasdan did not. He wrote it. Kasdan wrote. Yeah, it yeah, helped. Sorry. Right. Yeah, yeah. Who's the third movie uh, directed by? Mike Myers. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Halloween or yeah, like Canadian? No. Like Mike Myers, you know, Austin Powers. Greg, do you know? No. That's that's wild to me. Would you just assume that it was like who? I Lucas, it was like Kirshner. Irvin Kirshner did the, the the second one. I no, he just both. did the second one. Yep. So, <laughs> it's a guy named Richard Marquand, mm. or Marquand, who then died in 1987. Oh, so damn. it could be that's why nobody really realizes. Yeah. He had like a stroke in his car driving with his kids and then oh, died shit. at the hospital. But Fuck. it's crazy that arguably the third largest movie of one of the largest trilogies of all time, yeah. nobody knows who directed the directed the third one. That's wild. <laughs> now, why it has did, like not... Go ahead. Why did George Lucas not direct them? Because he hated directing the first one so much. Okay. Well, that- he essentially said working with actors is like the worst fucking thing ever, which I wish he would have just decided that in the prequels. Yeah. 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 So Irvin Kirshner, he handed that off to him, who was his professor at USC, who had done a few things, but then he went on to do like RoboCop 2. He went on to do some other stuff as well, but nothing yeah. like Empire. Yeah. But yeah, he, he as you can read a bunch of stuff. He, he hated working with actors so much <laughs> and couldn't like he's notorious for not being not giving any direction. Nothing. Just like, eh. It's like everything a director should do, he just couldn't do. It's like a pickup basketball coach. Just roll the ball out there, let him play. Yeah. Yep, go ahead. (laughs) All right. So New Hope came out in 1977, right? 45 years this year, man. uh, 45-year anniversary in May. It's May 25th. It was funny. I just got an email. Like I get LA Times news article emails every morning, Mm -hmm. and I just got one this morning talking about that. And I was like, well, this is – well timed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're uh, they were supposed to release Obi Wan on that same day, uh, the 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 series, but the, for whatever reason, it got pushed two days. I don't know why. So now it's not coming out so on random. the twenty fifth of April or twenty fifth of May. I don't know why. They need forty eight hours. Uh, <laughs> right, a budget of eleven million dollars. That's a lot back then. It's it's not a little. That's for sure, <laughs> right? And then George Lucas notoriously said, "Hey, I'm not going to take any money." Not going to take a payment for it. I just want to keep all of the royalty rights to it. Yeah. 
and has essentially you know built made eight billion dollars from there, which was maybe the greatest move of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody realize how much money that movie made no. on its initial release? To date. Oh, to date. Oh, so re-release. But it's close. Thing. I mean, yeah. yeah. Don't know. Seven hundred and seventy-five million dollars. Wow. It cost eleven million dollars <laughs> to make. Jesus, that's wild. Mm-hmm. It's also back in the day when movies would just sit in the theater forever. Yeah, this movie did sit in the theater forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's crazy when you look when you go back and look at that stuff. Not just for this movie, but for a number of Jaws, a number of big movies, like Titanic, for instance. Mm-hmm. Dude, Titanic was number one at the theater for months, like oh, yeah. months. Yeah, like six months. It's crazy. All right, ninety-two percent. Critics on Rotten Tomatoes, 96 audience. I'm fine with both of those. Those are, those are both fine. Yeah. Empire came out three years later, 1980, a budget of $30.5 million. I get it. Uh, significantly more special effects in that movie. The Hoth scene specifically was like never done before where you do you know, the models on a white background and having to blend all the the live action with the mo- uh, the background and everything. Mm-hmm. 30.5, it made $549 million. Still, a, wow. that's yeah. a ton of money. Yeah. Mm. That's a ton of money. <laughs> uh, Return of the Jedi, 83, $32 million budget, made $475 million. Right. Empire, sorry, thirty-four or 94% on critics, Rotten Tomatoes, 97% audience. I'm going to say the audience was right on this one. It's, mm. it's better than a 94% movie. Yeah. I don't know how split in hairs, but <laughs> Return of the Jedi, 82%. That's probably too low, critics. Yeah. too low. Yeah. And 94% audience, especially when you consider, I believe, Revenge of the Sith has the same has oh the same percentage God. audience. <clears throat> but I wonder if it's like, you know, because we always just watch them, you know, we'll just watch them back to back. Then you had to wait sure. several years and you may have kind of like not recently watched the preview, the previous ones. You go into yeah. that one and it doesn't feel like a complete movie. I get it. But yeah. still for the spectacle of it and for how well it's still done. Yeah. Because it doesn't feel... Obviously, it feels dated, some of the effects, right? But it still looks pretty good. Sounds good. Acting's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 82 seems low. I would agree. So a blended rate of 89% for critics, 96 for audience. Okay. With a total take for the original, excuse me, original trilogy, $1.8 billion Jeez. for three movies. <laughs> for, for $75 million investment yeah (laughs) right and these are not this is not marvel right this is not modern day where every movie uh, marvel puts out makes a billion yeah Mm -hmm. when tickets cost a (laughs) dollar fifty yes well i mean like a modern movie costs like 250 right modern movie may cost like 250 million 300 million dollars i'm saying the ticket the price of a ticket no i know i get what you're saying should i think i don't know in 77 was it even a buck 50 maybe not I can't. I mean, I don't know, but it, that seems like a lot even then. Have you looked definitely... at? We don't need to do this right now, but Box Office Mojo has this great uh, adjusted for inflation. Right. No, I have not, but I know what yeah, you're talking about. I bet it's wild, but it would have made. I mean, seven hundred and seventy-five million for the first one. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's nuts. That, and it cost eleven million, and that was over budget. I think it was only budgeted for like eight, and then he had to negotiate things to get out. And then he said, "I'll just keep the, keep, you know, keep the rights to the royal, or mm. keep the rights to a, uh, to the IP, essentially." Wow. All right, so we have a ton of stuff to go over, right? So we're not going to go over individual movies. I'm not going to give you normal stuff on the long form. We go over individual movies and like who could have been cast and 
any kind of uh, you know urban legends they had about it or production issues or stories. We're not going to go over that. We're just going to get right into the categories. Um, all the categories I have, I'm going to I I have them written down. It can be any movie for the category. It doesn't have to be one specific movie. But then I may ask some questions about okay, this was the best role or the best uh, performance in this movie. But what about over the whole trilogy? Mm. So we might have some questions like that. Is that cool? Yeah. All right. So we're going to go into most watchable scene. I'm just going to tell you guys, I got a lot of shit. <laughs> all right. So just bear with me here. <laughs> this is going to be the heaviest category, I think. Yeah. Most watchable scene. So right off the bat, I got the twin sunsets and a new hope. Short mm-hmm. scene still might be one of the most beautiful scenes ever shot in any movie of all time. And you add in John Williams score. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's much much more iconic scenes than fucking Luke looking at those twin sons. It turns, you have the wind blowing. It's like a shot of, you know, he's he's in one of the corners. Mm-hmm. You have the music. It's just you know, you do the the two finger like <laughs> like it's just it's it's everything's coming together right there. True. Right? It and it is it is 30 seconds and it is a banger. Yep. All right. Uh a, a scene that is near and dear to my heart that has been ruined by the special editions. But it's Han sh- shoots first, right? And you can put that all, you can put that whole thing, the whole cantina scene, right? From from Obi-Wan cutting off the dude's arm to everything. But specifically, Han shooting first lays the groundwork, in my opinion, of one of the greatest characters ever ever created. And the fact that it was changed later, you know, I'm not a, I'm not, not a huge fan because you're changing the, the core part of what that character is, right? He's a, yeah. he's in, He wants to survive. And he's a bit of a scoundrel, right? And then to make him not shoot first, I'm not a huge fan of that. So I think that that's an amazing scene, though. Can't believe they watered it down like that. Yeah, I don't know. You know, Lucas always just says, like, essentially, hey, it's my movies. I'm going to do what I want. There are some things that just don't make sense, though, about you wrote the character a certain way, and that doesn't make sense. Now, whether it was because of children, I don't I don't know. But it just doesn't make a whole ton of sense. Yeah. Uh, next scene, uh, they break Leia out of the uh, the cell on on the Death Star. Again, great interactions, great chemistry with the three leads. You can take that all the way into the trash compactor uh, a, a part of that scene. One of my favorite scenes of the whole movie, of any movie, set of dialogue is when, when Han is talking on the mic and they're like, hey, is everything okay down there? And he's like, everything's fine. And they start asking him too many questions and he just shoots the control panel. And then, you know, you have the iconic, hey, we're here to rescue you. You look like you're too short to be a stormtrooper between yeah. Leia and Luke. So mm-hmm. great chemistry, right? Yeah. And that, I think that's really the first time you get a feel of Leia is not a damsel in distress either. Yeah. yeah. Right? She gets the gun. She shoots herself. She's talking a lot of shit. <laughs> Where before, you don't really know because she's being you know, captured. She's being interrogated. You don't really know what this character is all about. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the first time you see that she's a pretty strong character. Obi-Wan versus Vader. Now look. I understand how terrible that scene looks now. And I understand how slow it is. Yes. And the, the the lightsaber fighting is atrocious. But it is a very important scene to the mythology of the Force, the sacrifice that the Jedi give, the hatred that the Sith have. It's important. It lays the foundations. It's very important to me. I've also read... Tyler, you're going to love this. So I've read some stuff about why... They hypothesize that scene is so slow and they fight so slow. And the thought is, is that they haven't had to actually use their lightsaber in a long time because Mm. there's no Jedi 
There's only a few Sith, so they've never actually had to fight with their lightsaber. So that's why they're rusty. <laughs> the problem with that now is you have all these bullshit shows that are coming out to show like, oh, well, actually, they never really stopped yeah. using their lightsaber. Yeah. And you just had two old ass people in that scene. <laughs> and Alec Guinness was like, I'm not fucking using this lightsaber. This is dumb. This is that's that's Star Wars fanboys just making excuses for anything, you know. It's feels sure. like but it made but it made sense at the time. You're like, yeah. all right, I can kind of get that. Do you what Obi Wan needed some practice reps before he got in there and <laughs> just started swinging that thing around. Yeah, he's also a million years old. I understand, but he's just slow. That's why <laughs> I get it. But yeah, for people to say, oh no, they just it's been a long time. No, he's just old and slow. That's why it looks so bad. Mm-hmm. He needed it's reps, funny. dude. It's funny. Need to be ramped up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Final scene from A New Hope is the trench run. Mm. I don't know. I don't know really what to say about that. It was some shit I had never seen on a movie before when I was a kid. (laughs) And it's still the coolest stuff. Yeah. You have Han being, you have, you know, Han being Han. You have Luke being Luke. You have Vader going out like a punk. (laughs) Has anybody, has any cooler character ever? Well, it has. I mean, we're going to talk about Bubba Fett. But has any cooler character ever gone out like a bitch more than Vader went out right there? (laughs) Just spitting out. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, just spin not not killed, yeah. not killed. Just I'm gonna I'm gonna get shot once and spin yeah. out. Yeah, and scream doing. Now, it. granted, by the coolest ship maybe ever, right? Yeah. Yeah. And one of the coolest characters ever. I get it, but like, come on. Yeah. All right, so that's my new hope. So we're then we're now we're gonna go into Empire. So you have the Echo Base scene. So that's the first scene. Essentially, the f- you can take it from which I know you hate Tyler, but you can take it from like the opening title scroll. All the way till they leave. Yeah. yeah. Hoth. And it is, I think, top notch. It is. It took anything they did in the first movie and bumped it up like 10. Yeah. You have great dialogue with the characters. You have a lot of tension. You have, again, the snarkiness. You have just amazing chemistry, I think. Yep. Yoda and Luke lift the X-Wing. Again, I don't know what else to say about that. That's, to me, one of the coolest characters in Yoda flexing because you don't think he's supposed to be that strong and just talking shit <laughs> <laughs> to arguably like the most unlikable character in the first movie in Luke, so right? Whiny, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe the coolest scene in, in all the movies, Han and Carbonite, mm-hmm. right? When he's going to get put in the Carbonite that whole time. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's Harrison Ford being the coolest dude in the world. You know, yeah. the, the, I love you. I know, like, I don't, what else do you say about that? I don't know. But then it's also the 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 holy shit! Like he, they actually put him in carbonite. Like, did they just kill this character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And still to this day, like you can't convince me like he wasn't dead at the end of that movie. <laughs> Luke versus Vader. Like again, we talked about this in the Empire Strikes Back long form that we did. Mm. They walk up the the orange stairs, right? The blue background, the fog, the silhouettes, the score. And the lightsabers ignite. Like it's just, it's the best. And then it's yeah. it's it. No, I'm your father. Like I don't know how to. We all know the scene. We've all watched it a million times. Like I don't think I can do it justice by just explaining what it is. You yeah. have you. It's it's a perfect culmination of cinematography, performances, stunts, mm-hmm. score, stakes, everything. We're getting there, guys. Sorry, I know we got a lot here. <laughs> Return of the Jedi, <laughs> Jabba's palace. Again, you can. It can be from when C three PO and R two D two knock on that door, to leaving on the skiff. Right? It is just a great like twenty minutes of of movies. Mm-hmm. And Tyler, I know you're going to agree with me. 
maybe the best outfit of any character ever yeah. is when Luke takes off that cloak oh, and he's in the all black and he just black. looks like a boss. <laughs> 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 and then he ignites maybe the coolest thing ever. That fucking green lightsaber is again, the most iconic, I think coolest looking lightsaber in the whole, oh, yeah. in the cool. whole series. And then, I mean, you know, as a young man, you got Leia in her bikini. That was a, a that was a pivotal moment in a young man's life. You were four. <laughs> I, I didn't watch the movie when I was four, Tyler. Well, even when you watched it at seven, but I get you. I know what you mean. I felt yeah. it. Uh, Sarlacc pit. So I have the Sarlacc pit as a separate little scene because it is, again, important. And it's a cool... How many times have you j- jumped off a diving board, Tyler, and tried to, you know, oh. catch yourself and, and jump back up? I did many times at my grandma's house. Yeah. <laughs> Greg, I know you okay. did the same. Everybody did that. If you had access to a to a to a diving <laughs> yeah. board, you tried to do that. All right, two more. Speeder bike chase. Yeah. Uh, like it or not, watching it now, like it doesn't look amazing, right? It still sounds amazing. Yeah. It's still fun. He still crashes and then blows up two two uh, speeder bikes with his fucking lightsaber by deflecting. <laughs> being about deflecting a blaster shots like it's still an amazing scene mm. super fun mm. super fun and then the last scene is vader's redemption so that's that's the whole part of the the palpatine vader and luke and just the dynamic of like is he going to turn is he not going to turn palpatine's a prick like it's a whole <laughs> it's a whole amazing dynamic you know pushing into like one of the biggest what the fuck moments ever is when when they show you what crusty old vader looks like <laughs> under the helmet which i have in what the fuck moments, so we don't have to discuss that. So I just gave you guys, I don't know, 15 scenes. Does anybody have anything they want to add to those? Nothing to add. Yeah, I think that covers it quite brilliantly. What is your favorite, Tyler? Ah, uh, man, favorite and most watchable to me. I think, I think I said something different. And I know we're talking about whole trilogy here versus just Empire, yeah. but I think Empire to me has several of the most watchable ones. And but the one where just the extended sequence of of Luke fighting Vader and right, uh, I would even just the everything on Cloud City to me it's hard to separate. Yep. So I'm pulling an Anthony here and doing this where it's just <laughs> from the time. You know, they open the door to that fucking conference room and Vader's just chilling there at the end of the table. From that moment until Luke has his arm chopped off, or his hand chopped off, and then fallen into the top of Millennium Falcon, it's just one nonstop, like, no, wait, what? Fuck, wait, no, no. It's just, you're so pissed off, and not, not pissed off, but just so, you have no clue that it could get any worse, and it keeps getting worse and worse and worse. And so that entire, <laughs> and, and it's just awesome. As, as much as you want, you know, Luke and, and Han and Leia to win and, and escape somehow, it's still so captivating and, and enjoyable to watch. Uh, and that's just, it's, it's hard to beat that in any movie ever uh, in terms of something I would love to just sit down and watch that 30, 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah that's per- uh, what you said is perfect. Yep. Greg? I think my most watchable scene... Um which is like the one I enjoy watching the most is the battle on Hoth. Like that whole, mm. like the yeah. way he, like you, you, you start to see all this, these additional vehicles, like the AT-ATs and like, you know, the, 
seeing like an actual kind of like war scene play out in this universe. Yeah. Um, and then I feel like also that I've I've played that scene in like so many games and stuff like that since then that yep. it just kind of you know, it just continues to build on my impression of it. Yeah, man. N sixty four Rogue Squadron yeah. was one of the <laughs> that was one of the hardest, one of the most ridiculous and hardest and frustrating levels ever. <laughs> It was Rogue Squadron. I think they then did it again on Shadows of the Empire. It was I hated it. I wanted to break my controller every day. And I was like a 13-year-old kid. Yeah, I'm going to echo what you said, Tyler. I think it's got to be the Han getting put into Carbonite all the way through the, you know, Luke getting his hand cut off or mm-hmm. the end of Empire or end of a uh, Return of the Jedi where where it's it's Han or it's a uh, Luke and the Emperor and Vader. The only thing with that is you you don't have Han and Leia, yeah. right? And Chewie which in the end of Empire still lends so much to that because you have two separate scenes that are happening at the same time that have so many consequences to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it might, I, I, I'm going to lean towards that. Yeah. Um, but again, if I had to just pick like a 30-second scene, the twin sunset scene is just is beautiful. The score adds a lot. You're our score guy, it, but it, it's... The score, yeah, but the cinematography too is just, it's a beautiful shot. Yeah. Yeah. The Han shoots first, though, too, is like Han is one of my favorite characters ever written. And the introduction to him, you know, and his his conversations with with Luke and and Obi-Wan and the the stark contrast between Luke and Han and how much you're just like, I can't stand Luke. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't. He's such a little bitch. And Han is just the coolest. And you don't even know anything about him. You're just like, yeah. he is cool. True. But it's Empire. I think it's Empire. All right, Tyler, what is Luke's best look? So I'm going to give you three looks. Okay. Okay. You have essentially the same. He wears the same thing pretty much all the way through A New Hope mm-hmm. until he's uh, an X-Wing pilot. But you have like the white with the with the, with the the tan pants. Mm-hmm. All right. Bespin Luke in the all tan might be like one of the coolest too. It is. But then you have the all black, all black Jedi Luke in Return of the Jedi. So what's your favorite? Uh, X-wing Luke is is awesome. I would love to have that suit, like just be that for Halloween every year. But that's not you. That's but that's not, not unique, unique to him exactly. either, though. That's not unique yeah, yeah. to Luke, so I won't vote for that. But it's all black Luke and Jedi, and uh, as you mentioned just a minute ago, what a boss! Absolutely, yeah. Greg, I think it would be X-wing. I love the whole orange jumpsuit. I know it's not unique to him, but I feel like sure that's my favorite. It's a great look. I I love the all black, but I really like Bespin as well. Did you ever see, Tyler, that that the reason I don't know if you've ever noticed this in the movie, but in the beginning of the movie he's all black, right? Mm-hmm. And at the end of the movie he's fighting and the the part that connects to his neck flaps down and it's a lighter color. Yeah. It's like a really light gray. Okay. Do you, have you ever wondered why that is or anything? Because I've read that, that was a they made that decision and let it come down because in Star Wars, all black means you're gonna turn. Mm. And they wanted mm-hmm. to give you the illusion through the movie that he might turn, yeah. like subconsciously, because he's in all black. Mm. But when he starts to fight Vader and that comes down, it's light. All right. All right. Love that scene. And if that was a conscious decision, it's pretty legit. Yeah. I believe it is. It's it's wild. It has to be, because why else would it have come down? Why yeah. would nobody have ever fixed it? It's wild to me how just how creative and how these people, these artists, think of every little detail. I know there's, there's plenty yeah. of slip-ups and, and goofs 
Yeah, for sure. People forget things like Starbucks coffee and Game of Thrones, but all the other <laughs> details are just, it's so impressive. The, just the time and effort it takes to think of every little symbolic thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the little, it sounds ridiculous, but it really is the little things, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So before we get into the, what the fuck the moment, I have another question. Greg, I'm going to ask you first because Tyler's going to scoff at me, and I don't, I don't want to get his reaction first. Is Obi-Wan like a shitty person? Does he have selfish motives, and he's just like a legit kind of shitty dude? Because let me, let me, let me okay, make the case okay, a bit. Okay. So watching the movie originally, you're like, all right, he's, he's likable in the first one, I think. I think Obi-Wan's really likable in the first one. But as a ghost, he's kind of a dick. And... <laughs> Because you really realize, like, he's manipulating Luke because he says, like, oh, from a certain point of view, like, I wasn't lying to you. And you're like, no, bro, you were fucking using me. You wanted another Jedi and you were using me, which is fine, but it's, like, a shitty thing to do. But then when you go back and you watch, like, the prequels, Obi-Wan's always kind of a prick. And he's definitely the wet blanket of the group, right? Yeah. And you, 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 at least in my opinion, I start to think, like, maybe Anakin turned the way he did because, like... The guy who was supposed to be like his father figure or mentor is such a prick. And you think like maybe if Qui-Gon was his actual mentor, it wouldn't happen. I digress. Do you think Obi-Wan in the original trilogy is a shit person? I don't know. I never thought about or at him. least at least selfish. At least selfish. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, it's yeah, because you're you're kind of going more from the like what he is in the spirit form. Um because like I don't feel like you really got to know him well enough in when he was alive to like have him be like a shitty person alive, but maybe uh I I guess I'll agree. Yeah. <laughs> now granted the spirit version is the one who says like, yeah, it was from a point of view, but that motherfucker was alive when he gave that point of view. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Tyler, I know you hate these questions because you hate to rethink things or think about things in a different light yeah, uh, on wanna... movies that you've loved forever. And I'm not saying I'm not saying one way or another. He's not Grandpa Joe. <laughs> but I'm just saying he he has questionable motives when he's dealing with like a 17-year-old kid. Yeah, but I think he's always got the bigger picture in mind, even dating back to the prequels. Um, but Alec Guinness version, whether it's alive or spirit version i think mm-hmm. he's all he's always in service of the jedi and of of the rebellion essentially and so whatever it takes to keep hope alive and, and defeat the dark side you do what it takes you gotta, it is you gotta, what it is all you right gotta lie to a teenager and fuck it <laughs> it's for the greater good you're saying yeah mm-hmm. it's like a real dumbledore vibe <laughs> yeah all right before we get into the what the fuck moment because i just said that with obi-wan another question tyler is are the star wars movies for kids are Uh, these three specific trilogy is is this trilogy for kids you know when i was a kid i rarely ever watched a new hope i don't because i think that movie is too dry for a kid uh, I think Empire is just so cool that, yeah, sure. And then a Jedi is a bit hokier and campier and whatever. And just um, 
more playful. So, and that's the one I watched most as a kid anyway. So, um, I give you different answers for all three of them. Okay. Greg? I mean, seeing my son watch them, um, I would say, like, compared to stuff now, I think it's not necessarily made for kids, but I would say it's not, it's not bad. Like, it's not... I wouldn't say it's in, sure. it's not inappropriate. Like they don't have blood, they don't have like or not like you know barely, but like you know sure. people's arms get cut off cleanly. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I mean, they're they're getting carterized right yeah. by an intense hot laser. But yeah, I get you. And I think there's obviously okay. aspects of the movie that they won't necessarily grasp, but I think it's still a fun sure. watch. You know. Got it. So before I give you my answer, let's get into these what the fuck moments. <laughs> okay. Aunt Brew and Uncle Owen get fucking torched. <laughs> like their little their skeletons are sitting there on fire. Seventeen yeah. year old Luke comes back and he's like, "God damn, <laughs> who's making me dinner tonight?" Yeah, I mean, torched, dude. It is skeletons and they're still on fire. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the Empire blows up Alderaan. I mean, a planet. <laughs> A, a fucking planet. You, I don't know. I mean, millions just done. There's definitely war because crimes. they're just like, hey, we want to show. Yeah, absolutely war crimes. <laughs> we just want to. We just want to. We want to show you the power of this laser. We're gonna blow up a fucking planet. Yeah, yeah. A planet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I just want to make sure. It's. I want to make sure we're grasping this now. I don't know how many people are on this planet, but I know Leia was like, there's a peaceful planet. And Grand Moff Tarkin's like, nope, get yeah, fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Peace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, Leia kisses Luke. I put Empire, but it happens in The New Hope as well, right? But she's like mm. tongue kissing him essentially in Empire when he gets out of the bath, uh, the Bantha tank. Mm. Not at the moment of what the fuck moment, but like in retrospect, you're like, ooh, that's your brother. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I am your father, right? The biggest, like, holy shit moment maybe ever. Yeah. Vader takes off his helmet. Mm. Like, it's bad, dude. Did anybody think we were going to get white, crusty Sebastian <laughs> Shaw? Is it Sebastian Shaw? It is Sebastian Shaw. Like, did we think we were getting that? No. Like, no. old white, like, you hear James Earl Jones. I don't know what my thought was, but it wasn't that. Yeah, no. And then, man, this again, this goes into the this goes into the special editions, but I can't talk about this trilogy without the special editions. Mm. Hayden at the end is a ghost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Because personally, that's a massive what the fuck moment because it doesn't make any sense. If he's if if you never saw him in that form. So why is he the only one that's in his young form? Why is Obi right. Obi-Wan not in his young form? Yeah. Why do not why don't we have the weird puppet? Uh, Phantom Menace Yoda. Like, yeah. what, what yeah. do we got going on here? <laughs> that, that's that's not a what the fuck. That's a what the fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's a different kind. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Where all the rest are like a holy shit moment. Yeah. And this one is like a. I'm gonna turn the movie off. Like, what the <laughs> fuck moment? All right. So there are my six. Tyler, do you have anything you want to add? Yeah, in the Empire podcast, I said the moment where Luke is attacked by the Wampa and is left hanging upside down in the cave. That was shocking, and then the the scene that I acted out that I have acted out most of my entire life not not in many years 
but maybe I'll try it tonight. It's just, you know, you're reaching, you pretend you're reaching for something and you just use the force right. to get it. Uh, so seeing him grab the, the saber out of the snow and then cut down the wampa. But I went with a different one tonight and that's the scene on the, on the ship barge where they're out above the Sarlacc pit that everything in that entire environment is just what the fuck the Sarlacc yeah. pit Luke's going to die. Maybe uh job and his whole crew is a, what the fuck? Like these people are, these creatures are yeah. absurd. But then most of all, like you talked about you know, walking out on the diving board essentially. And <laughs> he drops down, catapults himself up back off the board, does a flip, triple axle 360 gainer and then r2 launches the lightsaber yep. and then hand just it. in the air yeah, yeah. <laughs> catches it and immediately starts cutting people down that's just like the most badass what the fuck is going on sequence ever Does, is it followed by the biggest like what the fuck when you have one of the coolest characters yeah. ever in boba fett just go out like yeah. the biggest bitch of all time <laughs> yeah. and then they added that yeah like shitty yell that they gave him yeah it's terrible it's terrible all right, Greg, you got you got another one. I don't have any additional ones, but I I like my my current like what the fuck after watching the prequels is that half of the the big reveals in these movies are destroyed by by the prequels. Like hmm. you know Luke and Leia yeah, are, yeah. are related. You know Luke I mean you know Vader's his father. You know like all all this stuff. Like there's no if you watch them like and I didn't let my I let my, I had my son watch them in you know, filming order because yeah. if you show them, right. uh, someone, but you have to. Yeah, you show some of the prequels, you've ruined the movie. Yeah, yeah, I think you have to. I would never show them in chrono in like, is it chronological order one through nine or chronological chronological? Oh, I can't even can't, can't even talk. Would that be when they were released? I think uh, I think it's I think that word means like time wise, like. Uh, like got it. The, got it. The the story that happened first goes first, you know. Yeah. And I wouldn't show him that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The reason I asked about is Star Wars for kids. It's fucking violent. <laughs> it's not gro- It's not over the top violence. And like you said, Greg, a lot of it is implied. Yeah. They blow up a fucking planet. <laughs> yeah, but see, a kid doesn't even get what that means. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get, I get you. It doesn't yeah. make it any worse no, or any I know, better. I know, I know. How, how about Uncle? How about Aunt Brew and Uncle Owen's <laughs> fried ass corpse? Yeah, no, that one's that one's bad. And then Luke just being like, ah, I guess I'm gonna go with Obi Wan. Yeah. <laughs> Shucks. Uh... I don't know, man. Those are a New Hope, especially. I'm like, I don't think this is for kids. Return of the Jedi is clearly for kids because the Ewoks. Yeah, I wonder. But a what... New Hope, you're like. I mean, I mean, it's for kids now because we're showing our kids these movies, right? So we're we're like waiting for the age they're old enough to like handle all sure. this stuff. But I wonder, like, the initial releases of these movies, what was the main audience watching them? I imagine kids were there, but maybe not. Absolutely. Well, what were they? That nah, was kids. Could... PG. PG. Yeah. I guarantee you this was PG. Yeah. Okay. Uh, PG thirteen was created for um, Jaws? Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe it was. No, Jaws, I think, is PG, dude. No. Oh, Jaws is R because there's nudity. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. I thought, and I might be mis... I might might be incorrect, but I thought Return... Or um, Raiders Lost Ark, they literally created the PG-13 for that. Jaws is PG. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm almost positive PG-13 was created for Raiders Lost Ark. Okay. 
I don't doubt you. There's zero chance, zero chance I'm showing my child Jaws no. <laughs> anytime no. soon. No, no way. And that's more just because like, you want I mean, them to, to be, be able fair. to go t- to the beach and not just like yeah. it's stand violent, on the, dude. the side yeah. crying. <laughs> it's violent. Yeah. yeah. And not only violent, like it's graphic. Anyways, I think that A New Hope, obviously these are marketed towards kids, I think. And there is some, it's implied, I think. So I think mm-hmm. that that's why it's not that big of a deal. All right. Next category. Standout performance. So I want to ask two questions. I want to ask standout performance for the trilogy. And then I want to ask standout performance for individual movies. And we don't have to give a lot of like, hey, this is why I just want to, you know, quick, like, what do you think? Standout performance for the trilogies, it's pretty simple. Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford, James Earl Jones, and Alec Guinness. Anybody have anybody, do you have anybody you want to add to that? Nope. I, I wanted to put John John Williams, but I'm like, how do you put the, it's not a, it's a performance because it, it feels like a character almost, the score, but it's like, it's not necessarily a performance. So yeah. Yeah. am I missing somebody? Nope. That is a key character. Greg? Um, no. I mean, weirdly, I might throw in... Um, it, it is weird because I used to hate the character, but now I, I think when I look at like the acting, though, I feel like... Um, what's his name? Anthony Daniels, who did C-3PO. Like, mm-hmm. I do watch that now going, I don't think of a, man, a person staying in that suit. Like, I do feel like it was acted well enough where you go, oh, this is a... This is a droid, mm. you know, not just yeah. a dude in a tin, you know, suit. <laughs> so I, I feel like thinking Anthony, about this time, you know. Yeah, Anthony Daniels gives an amazing performance, but is he really in the movie that much? No, but I don't think about Star Wars and, and not think about the, those two droids. Yeah, for sure. I think the sad thing is that people will compare what Anthony Daniels did to what Kenny Baker did. And I'm like, Kenny Baker really didn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. He's just in the suit moving it. Like Anthony Daniels moves and voice acts. Okay. Tyler, what do you think? You got somebody you want to add? No, nobody added. Nope. Or who, who gives the best performance in a new hope? Well, I'm sorry. Who gives the best performance in the trilogy then? Do you think Greg? Um, I still, I still think uh, Harrison like gives my favorite performance out, out of all of them. It, you know, I think the first two outweigh the last one, but I think overall, that's I, fair. I still think him. Tyler. Yeah, I mean, only one of the main characters turned into arguably the biggest movie icon of all time, and it's because what these movies catapulted him into. I know he had a pretty decent foundation with American Graffiti before, but what he does in these movies is what is what makes him who he is today and, and the legend that he is so it's to me it's pretty clearly it, him is it or is it is Indy what turns him into what he is today i think i mean i know raiders because, came out 81 but empire was 80 so yeah. i think i don't know of, co- of course i got you and of course indy was in the works by the time empire comes out but yeah i don't know i think it you can't have He's not indie and doesn't get indie without the New Hope performance, I don't think. Are you sure? Probably. That's always what I – honestly, I think about that a lot. Are we sure? Because that actually hindered him, right? Lucas didn't want to hire him. 
Mm. And because he was like, I don't want to be tied to the same actor similar to how Scorsese's was tied to De Niro. Mm. So that's why he deliberately like brought in Tom Selleck, who ended up getting the role. Yeah. Like he didn't want to test him. And then finally he's like, I have, he just brought him into screen test the women actors. Mm. And then finally he was like, fuck, I, I, I don't have another choice. Well, I guess that disproves my theory since Lucas was so connected to both. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I, I, It's hard for me. I think you can make a case for James Earl Jones. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think you can make a case for Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill. I think that they don't do Carrie Fisher any... I don't think they do her any services in the in the or any favors in the third movie, just like they mm-hmm. don't for 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 Han, right? I think that those are both not great written characters. Where Luke is the best, like is I think the the best written in the third mm-hmm. movie. I think I would agree with you though that it's Ford, probably because he's so strong in the first two. Yeah. All right, Greg, A New Hope. Who gives the best performance? Hmm. <sighs> I think Harrison, like, <laughs> like, you know, like, I don't, I don't know. I, maybe it's not Mark Hamill giving the performance. I just can't stand Luke Skywalker in that movie. Mm. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe, maybe Carrie Fisher is the strongest in that one. Yeah. Okay. Tyler. I, I would, I would co-sign that. But it's her British accent or whatever accent that is in the first. Just is. It's, a little... it's not even the first. It's just like the first scene. Right. It's just. Yeah. So that's not her yeah. fault. I'm sure they told her to. But um, I'll save a little bit of time and say the first two movies. It's Harrison Ford for me. Okay. I think the first movie. It's. It's. This is gonna sound ridiculous. I think it's Guinness. I see that. And I think it's because. He's the he's the strongest actor by far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Han is the best character and is the most charming. But I think without Guinness having like a believable character, the movie's kind of silly. Can feel yeah. silly a, a bit. Um and I'll I'll kind of echo what you did, Tyler. I think that Han gives the the strong or I get think Ford gives the strongest performance in the second, but I really want to say Fisher as well. Because she's she is, yeah, she's so good in that movie. Yeah. But I think they're so good together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then I think it's Hamill in the third one. Yeah. Greg, who do you think for the third one? I think it has to be Hamill because, like, he's, I mean, it, that movie's so focused on him. I mean, you know, yeah. most of those characters are just kind of barely in it for the last third. Yeah. I mean, you could you could make an, a strong argument that in the second one, as much as all of us have said we don't really like Luke a lot, that Hamill gives the best performance because he's acting with a fucking puppet. <laughs> <laughs> like, almost the whole movie, yeah, dude. That's true. And you read about or you watch some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, and he's not even working with Frank Oz, like, right there. Mm-hmm. Frank Oz is under the stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, he's not even working, like, with an actor that he can hear. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He can barely hear him. So I, I, th- I technically you could probably say he gives the best performance, but he's it's he's not likable. Yeah, right? No. I, yeah. And try. he's not not likable like where you 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 know like Dolores Umbridge in Potter's not likable. You're like she gave such a great performance. Like Hamill's just annoying. Yeah. yeah. 
Tyler, what do you got for for the third one? I don't know if you said yeah, for, it's, for Return it's of Mark Hamill. I think he, for how what the story calls for, he really rises to the occasion and um, just plays it in a way that just I mean, from the moment that you see him in Java's Palace, it's just a completely different vibe, uh, and and it's really neat. I think it's the seriousness that Luke brings is uh, it's really neat, cool. All right. All right, next uh we're we're gonna we're gonna bust through these here. Worst performance. I only have one and it's Han. It's Harrison Ford in the third one. <laughs> it's a terrible performance, dude. Again, I don't know if it's how it's uh, it's how it's he's written. Yeah. But you can also tell Ford is just like I should have died in the second one, which is what he says all the time, right? Yeah. It's he's terrible. It's fucking atrocious what they did to my guy. <laughs> What do you think, Greg? I don't know. I don't know if his performance in the third one has ever rubbed me as wrong as it does you. Yeah. Uh, so it's so bad for me. I don't know that there really is like a worst performance. I would say I it and I it, like you know I don't I don't feel like it's his fault, but I really don't like Luke Skywalker in both the first two movies. Like I only mm. really like him in the third one, and it, but I wouldn't yeah. say it's a horrible performance. It's just a it's not an appealing character for me in those two yeah. movies. Yeah. I, th- I think that's what it is, right? He's not appealing. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, man, Ford is Han is like a bumbling idiot in the third movie. Mm-hmm. He's like stepping in helmets. <laughs> he can't do anything right. Is it, He's like getting captured by Ewoks. Like he sucks. Is, is it that, <laughs> you know, being uh frozen, uh, you get that like uh post COVID, uh, brain fog you know he just can't he just can't perform could be you know? man man that's could be that's the, the theory it's a right carbonite there. fog you've solved it that's why i mean there it's it like is fault. <laughs> there it is greg it's the it's the covid it's the uh, the, the carbonite yeah. fog carbonite head fog he, poor he needed guy practice reps <laughs> he was doing great considering <laughs> what do you think tyler yeah i don't think there's a worse performance really you can make the Fair. argument nicely that you like the way you just did that he's just a bit much and you know, it's a it's a letdown from what he brings in the first two, but I don't think there's a bad performance in the trilogy at all. Fair enough. The Nick Cage Award for overacting. I only have one person, and the overacting in this in this what I'm gonna say, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's what he's supposed to do, but it's Anthony Daniels. Yes, he's fucking over the top. Yeah. Everything's a big deal. <laughs> he's over dramatic about everything, but he's written that way. Yeah, and I, th- I think it's a great performance. Like it's. It's what he's supposed to do. Yeah, yeah, but it's and he's just, the levity a lot of times, yes. right? He, yeah, it's levity. It's good comic relief here and there, but it's just, yeah, it's annoying. He's my choice. Yeah, but it's supposed to be like clutch my pearls yeah. all the time, right? Because yeah. he's he's a he's a proto he's a he's an etiquette droid. Yeah, I know. So like anything, <laughs> he's not made for this stuff. I get stuff. it. Like yeah. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Greg, you got anybody? Uh, no, no, no. He's like, nah, 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 nah. nah. <laughs> All right. This is not a best performance. This is just what is your favorite character? Like, and this is going to be what non human character is your favorite? And this is not performance based. This is just like who gives you the warm the, 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 the warm fuzzies. You know what I'm saying? Like who do you just want to hang out, hug, like whatever however you want to interpret this. So I have four Chewie, Yoda, R2, and C three PO. And I think there's there's a case for each one, and then there's a case to not like each one. Who are you asking? I mean, Tyler, you go for it. 
Um, or at, if you have somebody else besides these these four, like if you want to hang out with a Wampa or a Tauntaun, <laughs> no. let me know. As a kid, it was absolutely Wicked, 1,000%. Oh, yeah. I fucked up by not putting yeah. Wicked on here. <laughs> so it still might be Good Wicked. Good job, Tyler. But, um, you know, Chewie's... Chewie gives me the warm and fuzzies more than probably anyone else other than Wicked, but you know, R2 is, is just cool, although, I mean, what are you going to do? If, if I can talk to him like Luke can, then sure, but but I'm going to go with Wicked still. Okay. Greg? Um, I mean, I would I would think Wicked, as long as you're in the mode where they're not trying to kill you. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But like, or like smash on your girlfriend, <laughs> like he's trying to do with Leia. <laughs> but like, you know... Chewbacca is just like your best dude, you know. Like, yeah, absolutely. As long as you can talk to him, you got him on your side. Like he's right or die. Mm, like, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, so I gotta say, Chewie. Yeah, I'll, uh, let me go through real quick pros and cons. So Chewie, ride or die, yeah, right? Yep. That's a pro. A con, ride or die. Like he gets mad, he's gonna rip <laughs> somebody's fucking arms off, and that's like guilt by association. Yoda, right? Super smart. Yeah super snarky yeah. <laughs> like unbelievably oh, just a snarky i'm the smartest person in the room and just a dick and then he's when he's like tired when he's like bored with you he just dies <laughs> he was like luke bored him to death yeah. <laughs> r2 tyler what are you gonna do with r2 right I mean, like yeah, nothing nothing but he's also like the he he does everything yeah, dude yeah. he's like a navigation system yeah. fixes everything throws your lightsaber to Packs you carries the drinks and yeah. jabba's palace like he's got a lot of utility yeah. And then C-3PO, like, super fun, knows a lot of things, mm-hmm. every language. Yeah. Also, just a bit of a wet blanket, probably pretty annoying. For sure. <laughs> and then Wicked, I don't even, I didn't do much, because I didn't have him on my list. I didn't do a lot of thinking. My, my The pros and cons would be everything that you guys just said, though. <laughs> super fun to hang out with, seems like a good time, but also, like, tries to murder you, tries to steal your girl. <laughs> uh, I think the answer is Chewy, though. Because yeah. if you can just yeah. get by the going to rip somebody's arms out of the sockets... Like, he's just down. Yeah. And might be, like, the real superstar of the movie. <laughs> Expound on that. All right. Why? Well, I mean, he's definitely, like, when you go back and you watch something like the Han movie, which I know nobody really likes the solo movie, mm-hmm. he's my, fa- my my favorite character in that movie, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, he's just kind of like a beacon of good mm. and and everything that like a friend should be and loyal and brave and so like that character kind of epitomizes like kind of everything you want in a person right yeah and i think it's because like i th- i always equate him to like my dog which <laughs> sounds ridiculous because he's more than that but you kind of th- you kind of see all the traits that you would see in like your pet your friend your buddy you know yeah so I think that he just doesn't have any moment. He doesn't really have any qualities you don't like. Yeah. Because even when he gets angry when they're playing the the chess, <laughs> he's still like so cool. Yeah. You know, and it's not like that big of a deal. And I feel like he balances out Han a little bit. Like Han would just be a complete villain if it wasn't for Chewie. Yeah. Chewie keeps him honest a bit. Yeah. 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 All right. So who did the most of the least? So this is where we're actually going to get into. I think. Not so much like who's your favorite, but like I think who gave the best performance. So I have Anthony Daniels as C-3PO, Frank Oz as uh, Yoda, Peter Mayhew as Chewbacca, 
which again, I don't think he gets enough credit because everybody's just like, he's in the suit, mm. but he's doing all the physicality, like all the subtleties, right? Yeah. Uh, Billy D. Williams, Lando. Like, I know we haven't talked about him at all. Yeah. Lando in, in Empire is a cool motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then not as cool in Return of the Jedi. And then Ian McDermott. Who plays the the emperor? Who was own? Um, he's in the second one in the in the special edition, but that was not him in the original ones. He's in the third movie, right? So those are the five I have. Greg, you have anybody you want to add? I want. I have someone I want to have, I, I want to add, um, but not necessarily the person who played it, but more the character. So I want to add R two D two for doing the most, the least. Not necessarily Kenny Baker inside R two D two, but the fact that. A character who only beeps has a yeah. whole like <laughs> personality. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Like that's <clears throat> that's sure. just crazy to be, you know. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's not brought to life by like one person. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like R2 is a is a plethora of people. Mm-hmm. Um I get that. All right. Tyler. I'm saying Frank Oz is Yoda. He's just just maybe I mean, look at modern day Star Wars and essentially how much the Yoda character and it, it derivatives is still still beloved. And I think original Yoda is is great. He's got the one of the best entrances in the whole trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, just talking shit straight <laughs> off the top, smashing R two with a yeah. stick, stealing Luke's food. <laughs> I yep. love that guy. Yeah, I think it's got to be Yoda because he's he's in it probably the least out of all of these people, yeah. and he gives one of the most like memorable performances. And Frank Oz is doing the puppetry, yeah, not all of it, but some of the puppetry, and then he's doing the voice. Yeah, so I think it's Frank Oz. All right, does this hold up? So these are things that you know you watch it now and you're like, eh, I don't know if that's still so great. We talked about the Obi Wan versus Vader, mm. right? It's pretty rough now. Like I don't know how you show that to like a like a fifteen year old and they're like this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, every scene, every single change yes. that George Lucas made <laughs> to the ninety seven yeah. special editions, yeah. they're every all, single one. They stick it, out so bad. They're all suck. <laughs> and it's it's every single one sucks. And he did it with like the bad like it's 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 the bad CGI. It's the bad CGI. Yeah. He like he you know kind of like you know went preemptively and like did it right before the CGI was strong enough to like hold up. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's the problem, bro. No matter what he did with the CGI, he didn't try to match it at all. Like yeah, it doesn't, yeah, right. it looks like CGI. Yeah. The scene when, when Luke is pulling into most Eisley and they have to like drive around the dino, the do back. It hurts my, and then don't get me started on the fucking dance scene oh. in Jabba's palace. You know what Star Wars didn't need? Damn. A musical number. Yeah. <laughs> ever. Like, ever. Yeah. You have a banger score. If you want songs, you have all of the, the, the most Eisley, like, cantina yeah. band that gives you, a, like, legit fun little songs. I don't need this bullshit singing. Yeah. That is the most egregious part ever. Yeah. Ever. And then the Sarlacc pit, why they had to ad- add, like, a face yeah. Like a mouth to the star, like you know, it was much scarier. Tentacles, yeah. <laughs> and a void in the ground. And then you know what? I'm gonna die on this hill, <laughs> and it's Boba Fett. Mm. That motherfucker don't hold up. No, yeah, he doesn't hold up. 
because he was the coolest character ever and he went out like a bitch <laughs> and we all know he sucks but we all still hang on to like he was super cool and then now he came out with this stupid show and the show wasn't good like it's not he doesn't hold have up have you seen the, the idea show? of boba yeah I've, i mean i've watched enough of all it right. to know it sucks I, I, I watched the first three episodes okay, i wasn't aware all right yeah greg i know watched it greg will tell you yeah, it sucked it wasn't great no, it's too bad. It was they, a weird it wasn't great. hodgepodge show. <laughs> mm. Exactly. They 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 tried to take like a crime drama and make it about Boba Fett, but all they really did was throw on like, what do you make a face for, Tyler? That's like what they tried to do. Oh, I, He's no, supposed I'm, to be a crime lord. I'm, I'm baffled by what they tried to but, do. Yeah, they made it. All they did towards the end, and I know that not by watching the episodes, but by watching everything that went viral, is they just put like homages to other characters mm. that were in like the clone wars that were into i mean they brought back fucking the mandalorian baby yoda and and cgi luke yeah this is that's the whole, in a boba fett show yeah. the whole star wars vibe now just bring everybody back to appease the fans <laughs> that's what i'm saying it's awful they just pander yeah, yeah. it doesn't mean it's good like you could be like oh that was a cool moment but that's all it is now it's, it's a series of moments yeah. And they took a super cool character in the in the second movie in Empire. He is arguably like one of the coolest characters ever created in Star Wars. And they just made him. He's just a schmuck. Yeah. <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> oh man. Those are the three I got. Tyler, you got anything you want to add for what you know? Does this hold up? Essentially, what doesn't hold up? Uh, I've got nothing to add. I think that the fight scene, quote unquote, fight scene between. <laughs> It's, it's not like what is it? It's not a fight no, scene. It's just like a it's like <laughs> geriatric aerobics. Uh it's just bad. And it's something that it took me many years to really like I think when Indy watched it, it was like, Whoa, this is just bad. Yeah. So Are they warming up? Like what are they doing? <laughs> My favorite though is when he kills him, Vader, and then he steps on the cloak right. to make sure he's where'd like he not there anymore. You're like, bro, where'd he go? <laughs> You know what I feel like doesn't Greg. hold up anymore is their futuristic idea of what computers could do. Mm. Like, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. it's just it's too it's too dated. It, it, my son's just like, what what uh, what am I looking at when he watches some <laughs> of those things? Like, what's going on here? Yeah, <laughs> the only saving grace is they don't set it. It's not real, right? Like it's completely sci-fi. Yeah. So they don't they're not tied to anything like aliens, right? Or alien, for example, where it's still supposed to be like humans yeah. and on yeah. earth but it's just set in the future where this is not supposed to be yeah, anything so they can come up with that whatever wacky shit they want to but yeah, i'm with you yeah. it's got to be the fight scene at the beginning <laughs> i mean as much as i hate all the special edition stuff like that's not really like my heart is with the originals yeah, yeah. so i can i can separate the two but you can't separate that bullshit fight scene <laughs> <laughs> which has like real consequences and real yeah. Like a lot of stuff happens from that scene. Yeah. Like it's a it's a major point in a movie, and it's a stupid scene. <laughs> like why don't they go back and do that? Yeah, right. go back and redo that shit. Have them jumping all around. <laughs> That's what. It, yeah, exactly. He would have had him doing flips, and then it would have been worse. You know what really, Tyler? What really fucked up my theory of saying like, hey, they're out of out of practice yeah. is how if you like Rogue One or you don't. I don't know. I, I loved, I loved it. it. But at the end of Rogue One. Which is before A New Hope. And Vader is, that's what we've all yeah. wanted to see Darth Vader doing. Just mowing dudes <laughs> <Yeah>. down. <laughs> and so how do you go from that to A New right. Hope? He, he, he got exhausted. You can't. He had to take a break. Yeah, that could down. be. It could be. He, he, pulled, he pulled a muscle. That's what happened. 
<laughs> if they can, because I've been told they added that into Rogue One, like right at the end, right? Mm. That wasn't in the original, like filming. They went back when they did, did all the reshoots and did that. Like, throw that into the new, throw that into a new yeah. hope. I'd be okay with a little bit of a change oh, yeah. there. It's terrible. Okay. <laughs> this still holds up, right? So this is what still, you know, this is the crux of like what makes these movies work. Empire Strikes Back has the perfect ending, yep. in my opinion. It still holds up. And I think that that made, that pushed that into a different stratosphere and made a lot of other movies mimic that. Because it's the end of like, oh my God, the, the bad guys won. Mm-hmm. And there's no, no like, you don't know, right? You, you don't know where you stand as, a, as, as the heroes. Yep. Um, the tension. I think the whole series, there is just the right amount of tension, light and dark, like throughout the whole movies. And I think that that still works. Yeah. And then the score. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe the greatest score score of all time. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, definitely one of the most iconic. Yeah. There's there's this moment where in high school, our high school's team played another team. And the other team mm-hmm. came out onto the court to the theme song. And I was like, I have... Which theme song? To, to New Hope. The imp- Okay, yeah. like the the, right, opening. the opening. Yeah, yeah. Got it, got it. Yeah. And it was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I had so much respect <laughs> for the other team. I was like, that is the <laughs> biggest boss move to, you know, how great. So, I didn't know if you meant like the Imperial March, no, no, which no. which would have been even more sick. That would have been, but, you know, yeah. I'm going to go with uh, entering hyperspace. To me, that still looks great, and it's still super cool to me. Okay, yeah. Like, Jump in yeah, the light jump speed. In the light speed. I think it still looks great, and I love it. Okay, yeah, that, that's super cool. It's very iconic. I'm trying to think. Is that the same way it looks in Star Trek? I couldn't tell I you. I don't know. I don't know that well enough to know. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, warp speed in Star Trek. I don't know. But you're right, Tyler. It's very Trek? iconic. And. Yeah, where it's just like the lights. It's like the pulling lights in. Yeah. Okay. And see, that's what they ruined too, Tyler. They ruined that in uh, in, in the sequel trilogy mm-hmm. that you love so much that now you can be tracked during, during it, which is just the dumbest shit yeah, ever. Yeah. Especially when they said for like nine or like eight movies that wasn't possible. And they're like, eh, we need it. We need it in this one. <laughs> Convenient. Mm-hmm. All right. For me, I, I think it's the end of Empire. Yeah is the thing that holds up the most to me. But the score is the score. I think... Did you uh, say one? This is the... This is the e- Greg, did you give yours? No, not yet. Um, oh, sorry, Greg. Thanks, Tyler. <laughs> I'm running the show now. <laughs> I think... I I'm, think the... You're doing this move? <laughs> I'm the captain now. <laughs> I think a lot of the practical stuff, like the models, the sets that they built... For sure. I feel like those all hold up, like 45 years on. And, like, you yeah. know, when you see Absolutely. them walking out of the ships, it still looks solid, you know? Um, yeah. I think... I mean, we have we have special effects that we have now because yeah. of this series. Yeah. I I think... Like, they, they created everything. Industrial Light and Magic is, is it. Well, in, in all the creativity they put into it, like, all the spaceships, the weapons, the, you know, the vehicles, like, yeah. all that stuff. I mean, it kids today still you know buy all those toys for things that were designed 45 years ago i think the stormtroop outfit is iconic oh man good call 
Um, and then I think the whole development of, you know, the force, you know, Jedi stuff, like it still, still holds up. Um, yeah. I mean the whole, the whole universe that, that, um, that he created for this, you know, still obviously still holds up. It's, you know, create IP that is, you know, you can go in so many directions with. Yeah, I mean, you could say the IP as a whole stands up the most, yeah. right? Because there's still, it's still one of the most lucrative, if not the most lucrative IP out there. Lightsabers yeah, still hold lightsaber. up, man. Yeah. Like, is there anything cooler? Yeah. Literally nothing. Maybe the coolest weapon ever created, By ever? Far. Yeah. If, All right. I won't say that. No, 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 no go no, for it. Go for it. It's inappropriate. It. Inappropriate. Go ahead. <laughs> I love inappropriate. Yeah. We're... <laughs> We're like an hour fifteen it's, in. Let's give it. Here's some it's, inappropriate. It's too. It's All too right. real world. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say war crimes. What are we gonna g- still hold up? Because that's <laughs> <laughs> true. Eesh. Yeah. Eesh. Too soon. When are we gonna get real lightsabers, that's, man? Uh, Can you imagine? Oh man! <laughs> just people just getting <laughs> shit whipped with a lightsaber. <laughs> just wrecked. All right. <laughs> Uh, would this movie be better if Gary Oldman was in it? And if so, who would he play? No. No. It just wouldn't. There's no place for my man. There's no place for my guy in this. The rumor forever was that he was going to be in Force Awakens. Really? Yeah, that was a rumor for a long time, and I was jacked. Yeah. Who, do you th- who do you think they had There's a place for? What a great question. You know who he should have been? I don't know. His bitch-ass, whiny uh, Domino Gleason. Yep. Yep, I was going to say, <laughs> yep. But the problem is is that when bitch-ass Adam Driver turns on him, mm. you don't believe that Adam Driver is going to take out no. Gary Oldman because Gary Oldman turns 0 to 100 <laughs> and looks like he's going to murder someone in every yeah. movie. So when, when Kylo Ren you know, turns and essentially smacks him in the <laughs> face, you don't believe that. You believe it with Donald right, Gleason. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know. That's a great question. I don't know who he, he's he's. Probably too old to play any of the, the le- yeah. rebels, yeah. right? Mm. Like Poe, he's way too old to play yeah. Poe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, but I just know he was rumored for a long time to the point where I thought they even cast him, and then, you know, nothing. Mm-hmm. But I, I could have got down with him being in the Star Wars universe, mm-hmm. but just not these movies. I just think these movies are cast perfectly. Yeah. I wouldn't recast anybody. No. All right. Most memorable line. So I have a shit ton of lines here. <laughs> Not as many as most uh, most watchable scene, but I got a lot of lines. Yeah. And uh, they are not by movie. They are just, I'm just throwing out some lines. Uh, when I left you, I was but the learner. Now I am mm-hmm. a master. Again, nobody really ever talks about that, but that's a great yeah. line from Vader. It's a great line, a great line. and it like sets up the whole prequel trilogy. Yeah. It sets up the whole movies. Yeah. You know, because you really don't know a ton about Vader. No. Yeah. And then they start to like give you all these little breadcrumbs about who he was. All you know is, you know, he was that that he he killed Anakin from a certain point of view. That's all you and he's got, you know, a sick ass suit. <laughs> uh laugh it up, Fuzzball. <laughs> Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. I say like there's a lot of these that I use like yeah, in a regular yeah. basis. Like when I need help from certain people at my work, they get the help me Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi. I'm your, uh, you're my only hope. 
a yeah. gif. <laughs> like if I send something to IT, they get yeah. that. They get it. I don't say anything. Yeah. They just get that. <laughs> you I know what it means. Them that way. Uh, These guys just yeah. got locked in. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. just know. Yeah. They know. Like I need fucking help. Like something's not working. Yeah. And that starts the dialogue on Teams. <laughs> um, it's a trap. <laughs> like the most iconic line from like one of the most non-iconic yeah. characters. I can't say it. Rob can say it. I, I can't do it. That. It's not good. Um, <laughs> these are not the droids you're looking mm. for. Again, something we all have oh, yeah. said that either, either waving the hand or yeah. not, you've used some <laughs> version of these are not the droids you're looking for. Um, as well as do or do not, there is no try. Like we've all said that too, or at least sent that meme out. Yep. No, I am your father, which might be the most misquoted yes. line ever. Uh, but it's no, I am your father. What would be more yeah. misquoted than that? Or, I feel like that's got to be the most misquoted. I'd have to look it up, but I'm sure there's there's I think there's, there's a lot of quotes. There's Casablanca quotes that are up there too. Maybe, yeah. Yep, you're probably right, Tyler. Um, and then the last one, which is one of my personal favorites, but I don't think gets any love, is uh, I am a Jedi like my father before mm. me. Which is just an all like an all timer like get fucked dude, yeah. like you're not turning yeah. me. He throws away the lightsaber as he says that because he doesn't want to. You know, he's he's saying like I'm just not gonna fight yeah. you, and it's just like a, one of the most boss moves ever. Yeah. So those are mine. Greg, you got anyone to add? I always love the line um, when Han Solo yells, "Never tell me the odds." Mm. <laughs> oh yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of little lines that are that go throughout yeah. the movie, right? Um, there, you know, may the force be with you. I have a bad feeling about this, but they're they're given by so many different people. Yeah. Like I I just didn't, but yeah, that's a great one. Never tell me that. that's a great one. The whole there's the whole the whole scene when they're talking after Luke gets out the Bantha tank, and there's that whole dialogue of like, you know, scruffy looking <laughs> nerf herder, and like he could use a good kiss. There's so many great little lines right yeah. there. Tyler, you got any you want to add? Yeah, I didn't mean to talk about my high school experiences twice, but this guy, one of my friends, <laughs> giving a speech on graduation night. He's, you know, trying giving this nice, really good speech from what I remember. But he ends it with, good luck, you're going to need it, which is just great. Oh, uh, yeah. When Han says that. <laughs> which is one of the yeah. best. The way he delivers he's it, so too. so dismissive. Yeah, you're going to need it. Yeah. The- He's like such a like. Where did you dig up this old fossil? Like he gives so many dick lines yeah. in the first movie. He's just so like, give me my fucking money. Like I'm out. Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite, Tyler? Uh, you could use a good kiss up there. Just the way he delivers these lines. He's like trying to fucking kill your soul. Uh, yeah, man. I love it. That's up there. Um, but maybe you know, you know. No, I'm your father. That's just so it hits. Yeah. That hits every time. There, he gives the great line too, but it's not. It's it's specific to this movie, but it's also a line that's been given a million times in other movies. When he's talking to a one of the officers as he's has he's leaving to go find Han or leaving to go find Luke in in um, in Hoth, and the guy's like, "You're gonna freeze to death before you you know make it out oh. to so and so," and he's like, "Well, I'll see you in hell." <laughs> it's just another boss move. Like, well, I'm gonna go fucking save yeah. my friend. Okay, you can fuck off. <laughs> Greg, what's your favorite? Um, may not necessarily be my. It's it's definitely not my favorite, but it's the one that I quote the most right now. Mostly because my son has a toy that says it, which is when Boba Fett says he's no good to me dead, and my mm. son. It's just oh, like yeah. you know he's got like four lines and it's one of the repeated ones. But for some reason, that's the one I always like. 
<laughs> say to my son. <laughs> That's an amazing line. There's all, I mean, there's, I, and I've, I guess I skipped over because I have it written down. Here's the, I love you. Yeah. I know mm-hmm. not a line, but a, a, a set of dialogue or, or a part of dialogue. Uh, when, when Vader's talking to Lando and he's like, pray, I don't change mm-hmm. the pray. I don't change it again. Again, just like a boss yeah. move. Like, I don't fucking care yeah. about you. Uh, I don't know. My favorite line of the whole movie might be, these are not the droids you're looking for. Yeah. Because it's just, he uses the force for the first time and you're just like, what the fuck yeah. happened right there? Yeah. And he does the, the subtle like hand movement and he's like, move along. You know, it's just, it's a great, it's a great yeah. little scene. All right. All right. Uh, let's see here. Movie real estate, best place to live. I have Tatooine, Dagobah, Cloud City, Indoor, or Hoth. Hoth, what the? Greg, fuck? what are you choosing? Hoth? Yeah, right. I'm just. I'm. Hey, look. If you're uh, someone who's into like skiing, yeah. <laughs> I'm right. just saying. There's there's people who like the snow. I'm just Wait, saying. Hit, hit me with your list again. That. Tatooine, Dagobah, Cloud City, Indoor, and Hoth. Out of those. Probably say Endor. Ta- I mean, Tatooine just feels like. I mean, no offense, Tyler, but it feels like like mm-hmm. Phoenix. It feels like Arizona. Like, it's it's a real, yeah. real hot, dry heat. Like, I'm not, I'm not mm-hmm. digging it. It is dry yeah. though. It's not it's dry. It's yeah, no humidity. But I don't know. It doesn't seem, doesn't seem like my place. Well, let let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. what why Tatooine would not be a great place to live, right? Two suns. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How fucking hot is that, okay? Jawas and sand people just out doing, just causing yeah, a ruckus, yeah. right? And it seems like the fucking Wild West. It's it's just dry, hot yeah. and dry, like, all the time. And, like, by all indications from what Luke is saying, there ain't shit yeah. going on yeah. ever, okay? You also have a giant space slug, yeah. like, running shit. <laughs> Tatooine's yeah, out, uh, like super there's out. A, there's not a okay. l- less appealing place maybe ever conceived in film than Tatooine. There's nothing there. You say that, and then yeah. Dagobah is the second <laughs> yeah. choice. No, okay. That's even worse. Has there ever been a more Florida yeah. place <laughs> Florida on shown in a movie that's not Florida? <laughs> Tyler, you see how many reptiles are in this yeah. fucking movie and that's in those scenes? Dude, snakes are falling out of trees. <laughs> no. They're just yeah. everywhere, bro. I'm out. What's in the swamp that eats that eats uh, uh, R2? <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? They got shit every... I'm not doing it. He lives in a hut, yeah. bro. Yeah. A hut. <laughs> no. He, he, Yoda couldn't have picked a better place for solidarity. Yeah, no one's going there. Solitude, so, excuse yeah. me. Okay. Cloud City. Let's be honest. Cloud City is, the, is yeah. probably the winner. Yeah. But your guy over here is afraid of heights. So Cloud City's not going to work for me. It's just not going to work. And then, look, I like Lando, right? But he's into some shady shit. Mm. And that's the dude running your city. Yeah. I don't know. What what happens? Like, what could happen? It's definitely but lots that of guess, All right. That, that guest suite that they put him up in, ooh, that place is it's, nice. It's boss, right? It's nice. Nice windows. Yeah. Lot, good lighting. Oh, yeah. A lot of light. A lot of natural light in, in Cloud that's City. A, you know, Greg, as an architect, man, you know. It's you it's know nice. Like. Yeah, for sure. I got to imagine importing anything into Cloud City is pricey, though. Sure. Oh, it's expensive. Like, what, 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 what are you growing there? <laughs> yeah. It's like he says it's something to do with mining, right? He says that's how he won it. But, like, where 
Where are you getting food? I feel yeah. like it's I feel like it's the Dubai of Star Wars. Mm. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like you go to visit there. Like it might be it's nice a to visit. Bit over the top to maybe live there all the time. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so then you have indoor, which I, indoor might be the yeah. winner. And it's not even indoor. It's the forest That's moon indoor. of yeah. indoor. <laughs> it might be the winner, yeah. man. Yeah. It, with the exception of, like, the little fucking gremlins trying to kill you. <laughs> now, granted, they're not gremlins, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. They, like, they're they're kind of pagans. Oh, they, yeah. Jeez. All right, and then you have Hoth. Man, animals are just dying. Right. <laughs> They're just fucking freezing to death. Yeah. And you have snow monsters. <laughs> so when you, when you carve your your house out of ice, you know it's <laughs> cold. Yeah. Bad place. Like, can we all just agree it's yeah. indoor? Yeah. It's got to be right. Uh, Cloud City might is, is is right there too though. It's civilization. It's it's yeah. modern. Whereas if you're looking for aesthetics, it's indoor. It's got to yeah. be. Like Damien would love oh indoor. God. Oh yeah, that's, Cabin in the that's Woods. His jam. Like that's his yeah. spot. R.I.P. All right, what do you wish there was more of? R.I.P. <laughs> he didn't die. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, you talked to think. him lately. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, I, I no proof of life, right. but I sent him a text <laughs> with you on it, and he did reply. But he is in Mexico, and we have not gotten a proof of yeah. life. He did post a photo on Instagram with his skinny little legs. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, that was all it was. It was like him sitting in a chair, and it was just the legs in, the, in a nice he was scenery. Just living that dream. It was yeah. like you know, like yeah, where yeah, yeah. yeah, where you're like in a beach, a beach chair. You know what sure, I'm saying, sure, Tyler? Yeah. And I think it was him, but yeah, I haven't got anything. I haven't got like a like a newspaper. <laughs> so R.I.P. I don't know. Damien. <laughs> all right, what do you wish there was more of? All right, this is serious right here, okay? Because I put a lot of thought into this because I've never really wished there was much in Star Wars that's that I didn't. I, it's they're pretty perfect to me. I kind of wish there was more Leia developing her powers. Yeah. Yeah. Because they talk about it, right? And she is clearly very strong with mm-hmm. the Force. And without any kind of training or even knowledge of it. And they just kind of skirt around it a little mm-hmm. bit. And in a lot of the canon, a lot of the, the books after, they, they go into it quite a bit, obviously. And they go into it a, 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 a smidge in... In uh, the the sequel trilogies, and then they you know they make her Mary Poppins back into a fucking ship, which is asinine, yeah. but it's her force powers. But they could have done something in this with it, a little bit. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and they don't. No, they don't. And you know she's the brains of the operation, right? She's she's general. Is she at general yeah. at that? I know she is in Jedi. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. No, she is in 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 Empire. Uh, in Empire. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she's doing a lot. She's important, but yeah, that would have been just another taking it to another level and i just yeah you know probably the era early mid 80s that's not what women did um they didn't have those types of strong characters that were you know sure. forceful and whatnot well, i mean i think she's still written as a really strong character yeah i just mean in terms of like exerting physical power yeah sure right, so, absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah i just think that they, they really miss the mark mm-hmm. especially they don't do her any favors, like I said, in the third one. Mm. Granted, there's a couple scenes where she's she's putting in work, um, but she just could have been. I think that character could have been so much more in the third yeah. movie. What do you think, Greg? Is there something else I'm missing? No, I mean I was. That's a it, your your insight on that. I think was really great. I was kind of like grasping at straws to kind of come up with ideas mm-hmm. of what there might be more of. I was kind of playing around with like 
should there have been more between Luke and Vader at, you know, towards the yeah. end? Maybe. Um, I mean, knowing that everyone loves the kind of bounty hunters, should there have been like some of that more sprinkled in? I don't know. That just seems mm. like a little bit unnecessary. Um, but yeah, I, what I like about star Wars is you have just the right amount of yeah. those, right? Like the, when you have like the, the, the five bounty hunters in empire, that's just like a throwaway scene where Luke, where a Vader's like, Hey, this is where the ship was last. And you see like those five bounty hunters, you want to know more yeah. about them, but unfortunately they're not going to be like Lucas is great in creating background characters, but he's never been great in a full fleshed out yeah. character like that. So I think that like he's great with creative, he's great creating yeah. them, but then giving them any kind of like a, a backstory you care about. Boba Fett is a perfect example. Yeah. Uh, I think it we have just the right amount yeah. of those things. Okay. All right. So the best, right? So this is the way I interpret the best question is: is this the peak of of these actors, director, whatever? Is this the peak of where they were at? Did, is was it was it all downhill from here right was this the best it was ever going to be for them look i put star wars here in general yeah at the end of at the end of return of the jedi was it ever going to be better no no i don't think so either like we certainly got more yeah we certainly did but like fuck yeah. would we would we all would Star Wars have been this is a ridiculous question because I don't have a financial interest in it, but would Star Wars have been better if it ended with Return of the Jedi? If it was it, done, nothing else. Because we still could have had, you know, fucking Star Wars land. We could have had Batu in in Disneyland and Disney World. You could have had Star Tours. There are things that you could still have. And it still would have been a money generator, I gotta mm. imagine. Would it have been at the level it is now? No. But like did we peak with Return of the Jedi? Yes. I mean, because what followed it? <laughs> Shitball prequels. And I know, but there's people that love the fucking prequels. Yeah, well, there's people that love fucking I'm all with... sorts of shit. <laughs> Black tar heroin <laughs> doesn't mean it's good. I get you. Yeah. I get I, you. Yeah. It... Greg, what do you think? Because you, well, you guys both have young yeah. children who are old enough to absorb this. Like, my kid is not. I Like, I. would you have shown them Star Wars regardless of where... It ended up now. Let me let me say it this way. I don't know. I think I think would this IP like these original three movies be stronger without everything? I agree. Uh, would it be? But I don't think it would still be in the forefront of people's thought like it is now without all mm. these things. Without right. Lucas, like it wouldn't going forever with the IP cranking out toys forever like i agree mm -hmm. like i think star tours would still exist i don't know that's that the star wars land would be mm -hmm. there without anything yeah. after the, the three movies because i don't know my son i think would enjoy these movies i don't think there'd be the like level of excitement with with the, all sure. the other stuff i'm with you yeah i think if you're looking at it not like financially i think it peaked yeah. as as an ip in at return of the jetty at the yeah. end George Lucas. Did George Lucas peak? And I think this is an easy, easy yes or no. Did he peak with Return of the Jedi? With Return Tyler. of the Jedi? 
Yeah. You, you or with this trilogy. Of the trilogy, like the whole trilogy. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. At the end of this trilogy. You'd have to say so. I mean, that's his legacy, rightfully so, and and that's a, an incredible legacy to have. I think, though. Yeah. You know what he did with Indy after this was less involved, but still. Yeah. Still pretty impressive, but I think just it's the as you've said, and it just seems pretty clear the the set of movies that changed movie making forever. So you can't beat that. He gets indie made because of a new hope though. Yeah. And right. empire. Yeah, That's yeah. why he doesn't get indie made. If he doesn't make mm-hmm. a new hope. Like, I just don't think yeah. he does. Cause he's, he has THX 1138, which is, you know, like a student film that then they made a, mo- a, a real movie. And it's like, it's right. not great. And then you have American graffiti. So like, I don't think he's getting shit green lit left yeah. and right. If he, if he's not George mm-hmm. Lucas, of Star yeah. Wars. Greg, what do you no, think? No, I think this is his peak. Like, I... I yeah. I think... He... Uh, no, I think... What, I mean, I know he was obviously heavily involved, but when I think of Indiana Jones, I don't necessarily think of him. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's he's involved as much as he was a producer, a creator, and yeah. a writer. Like, right. Uh, I don't think... I think he peaks at... The special editions, which is, you know, I consider that part of this trilogy because he gets to quote unquote finish them. Right. And then I think he would even argue like, fuck Star Wars after that, because the amount of heat he caught after the prequels. I mean, my guy sold the IP after that because he was just like, I hate Star Wars. I hate the fans, which I can't blame him. But he made the he made the prequels terrible. Like it's on him. Right. He directed them all. He wrote them like it's on him. But I think, yeah, I mean, after this. What does he do? He does indies, mm-hmm. all the indie movies. Howard the Duck. <laughs> yeah. And what else? Uh, let's see. The prequels. The prequels. Willow. But he's, he does but Willow. He's producing that and wrote it, I suppose. Right. But yeah, not much. Yeah. You could say that one of his everlasting, you know, con- contributions to movies is ILM. Yes. And and Pixar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think. Yeah, he peaks I think with this. He, I, I, this, I would say this is definitely not his peak of his contribution to film, as far as like no. I, ILM, you know, because like that yeah. revolutionized, you know, the way that they do movies. Yeah, now. that's but it. That's that's like as far as him doing his own films, I feel like this is the peak. Yeah, but ILM doesn't happen if these, if this trilogy True, doesn't happen. Right. But. It, ILM would never become with you. what it I, did I, if he wasn't at the helm of it. I also feel like. Yeah, I think it's yeah. chicken and egg, right? Like uh, that. It's yeah. I agree with you. Uh, you would think that the people who were in ILM would have found other things to do, right? There's a lot of people who are very important yeah. to ILM, probably more so yeah. than Lucas. But I get you. I'm with you. Okay. Uh, so whose whose trilogy is this? I had a hard time with this one. So we, we got a couple of questions left. This is this is one of the last ones. Whose trilogy is this? So I have Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, George Lucas, and John Williams. I I want to say... I don't know, man. I, I kind of want to say it's Mark Hamill's. Because, like, what else do you know Mark Hamill from? Nothing. Nothing compares and nothing comes in the I ballpark. Mean, yeah. You have Batman, right? You have a lot would consider his version of the Joker in the animated series the best. Carrie Fisher became almost like 
a living icon. Mm. Yeah. It was almost like Carrie Fisher was in the Star Wars movies more than Princess mm. Leia. Does that make sense? Yeah. Where Mark Hamill wasn't like an icon. He kind of disappeared for mm. a long time. I think now he's more of an icon. George Lucas has done other shit, right? You think of George Lucas this, but realistically, like George Lucas only directed one of the movies. Yeah. He directed more of the prequels. <laughs> Dear God. I think it's Mark Hamill for me. Tyler, what do you think? Uh, I'm inclined. It's not It's not Harrison Ford. Can we all just yeah. agree it's definitely not Harrison agree. Ford? Yeah. Because I think Indy yeah. is the th- first thing you think of. Yeah. It is for sure. And I think that uh, I'm kind of torn maybe 50-50 with George Lucas and Mark Hamill. Just Luke Skywalker is probably f- dating to my childhood the coolest character with the coolest gadgets, you know, the coolest accessories of all yeah. time. So when I think of it, I think of Luke Skywalker. So maybe that's my answer, but... Um, I have to give a nod to the guy who created it all. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Mark Hamill, Mark Ham- real quick, Greg. Mark Hamill, it's interesting because I think as kids, we could all say we really liked yeah. Luke. Yeah. Okay. And then I think it's not until you get older that you're like, he sucks. <laughs> Is that the same way that you kind of like feel about yourself when you're a kid, but then when you look back at like whatever, you're like, God, I'm such a whiny little bitch. Like- yeah. <laughs> I mean... I'd like to think I wasn't a whiny little bitch, but I probably was. I mean, Tyler knew me for when I was not. I guess you knew me at Luke's age. Yeah. Tyler, I don't know. I don't think either one of us were as whiny as and felt as entitled because there is a bit of entitlement yeah. that Luke feels for no yeah. reason. That's true. All right, Greg, I interrupted you. Go ahead, Tyler. I'm sorry. What were yeah. you gonna say? I didn't say anything. Another inappropriate nope. joke. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think like look especially now with after all the other movies you realize that the this movie is focused on both Luke and Leia and I think I think the writing makes it more of Luke's story than Leia's just because of mm. what they've done with the character so mm. I think as far as like a vi- like a like a physical person in the film I think it's Luke's but I I think as far as like the entity of star wars i think it's gotta be george lucas because like you know you see lucas arts like i remember growing up like i didn't know necessarily who george lucas was but i knew what lucas arts was you know what right. i mean and like yeah every thing that controlled like all the ip growing up and you always see all that flash before the screen on every game you played you know like it you were aware yeah. of who was kind of the mastermind of this process mm-hmm yeah, that makes complete sense too. Greg, what do you what do you think of John Williams? What do you think of? I don't know. I mean, it, like this is iconic. He you know he makes the iconic music for this, but I wouldn't even say that necessarily this is my favorite John Williams music. It's not. And so I, I'm with I, you. Like, yeah. I think this launched his career. But he has gone to such greater heights even since the, this that, you know. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the greatest yeah, greatest composer of all time. Um, yeah, I always think that, though. Like, I don't think this is his trilogy. But I I have a hard time, like, when, when I think of John Williams, like, what do I think of? I just kind of think of, like, John yeah. Williams. I don't know that I think of a score – per se yeah, his catalog is just way too expansive to yeah you can't yeah, he's everything and everything what is it 
I'm with you, but this is also Everything Star Wars. Everything and everywhere man. all at once. What's the name of the new movie? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that's it. <laughs> but I mean, this is Star yeah. Wars. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I it maybe it's just um, maybe it's just me, but um, I think like his uh, for me when I when I think of him, I always just think of um, Jurassic Park. Hmm. Like it's the first more than more, more than, than indie? indie because, but I think it's very specific to me because when I was growing up and I played like the piano as a kid and I like wanted to learn that, like the, the music from Jurassic Park. So like for me, hmm. that's like the yeah. focus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like that's for me, that's what I, I think of first when I think of him, but it's even more even than more Jaws. Than Jaws. But it, but it's tough because it's here? not like I don't think of all that. No, you know what I mean, because he's just he's done so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jaws is. I'm not saying his best piece of music, but that that dun dun <laughs> dun dun like that's fucking like burned yeah. into my soul. <laughs> Where Star Wars, you have like four or five themes that are I can think of, but like Jaws, that's it, man. Jurassic Park, though, too, like the the the. The Jurassic Park theme is, yeah. is it. What about you, Tyler? What, what do you think of? When I think of John Williams? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I said, I mean, it's just everything. It's the entire history of his work. I think Jurassic Park is my favorite, yeah. but what's more iconic than Star Wars and Indiana Jones is also just an amazing, yeah, yeah. it's hard. Yeah, Indy is another one, right? Like as soon as you hear the dun, yeah. dun, dun, dun <laughs> like you know what it is, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, Jurassic Park's probably my favorite. Uh, Prisoner of Azkaban yeah. might be when I like low key don't want to sound like a like a homer. Yeah. Like that, <laughs> I think that actually might be my favorite because I love that score. But yeah, there's so much like Home Alone yeah, is a great yeah, one, yeah. right? Which is like, like holy shit, you did Home Alone too. Like, yeah, there's so just many. so many, so so many. All right, last question. So we end all the long forms like this. And this one's going to be a little different, right? Because it's the whole trilogy. Underrated, overrated, properly rated. I give you the ratings again. Blended rate. 89% critics, 96% audience. I'm just giving you that as a benchmark. Tyler, you don't have to go by like, yes, this is my opinions based on this. It's just a benchmark. Well, what do you think? Underrated, overrated, popular. I'm going to use the Morning Geekdom followers and voters as the benchmark. They voted this the best trilogy of all time. I think it's properly rated. I think you can make, as we have tonight, this this case for why it's so revered, why it's so great. And I think that it's a properly rated, properly beloved series trilogy. Well said. Great. I agree. I think, I think it's well rated. I, I think, unfortunately, there's like a lot of movies that are overly rated, like, you know, o- overly mm-hmm. rated and it mm-hmm. kind of then dilutes mm-hmm. like i think at 89 percent in the in the 90s for audience is a very highly rated movie mm-hmm. it's just unfortunate that there's so many movies yeah. now that get in the in the like mid yeah. to ni- high 90s and you're like this is ridiculous you know but i think this is properly rated yeah i'm so i'm i'm in two different camps and i've tried to keep i've tried to be positive throughout this whole this whole pod i think what you're saying tyler makes sense right the morning geekdom listeners voted this the the most popular mm-hmm. trilogy and we've 
you know, I've, I've explained to you our demographic, right? And they're usually yeah. about our age. Um, it bums me out that when you look at like more popular culture, like a, the younger generations, this is not what they think is the best Star Wars. Yeah, that's crazy. So and I think as we get further away from it, it's going to become underrated hmm. because of that reason. Yeah. So for me, it's properly rated, right? I, I think that this is in totality probably the best trilogy of all time. I, I think you could say like, hey, if you want to go like acting and, and overall like movie making, it's probably Lord of the Rings or The yeah. Godfather. But I think if cumulatively and what this has meant to me, this is definitely my favorite trilogy. Yeah. You know, back to as much as I'm like I'm out on, on Star Wars because <laughs> of, of modern Star Wars. But I think it's it's. It's it's twofold. It's properly rated with certain people, and it's underrated, I think, for other That's, people. It's just the fact of the matter. And, and I'll, I'll, real quick, I'll say the same thing. I think I've told Rob, and I think I've said it on the podcast. I've been to the theme park. I've been to Batu. Right? You don't see Darth Vader. Yeah. You don't see the classic stormtroopers. You don't see Boba Fett. That's blast. You don't see Leia. You see Ray. Oh Jesus. And you see Kylo Ren, and you see the new troopers. You don't even see prequel characters. The only person you see is is Chewie. Yeah. That's oh. it. But Chewie's in the in the sequels. So that shows me that like, but it's not getting the respect it needs I, to. I'll, let me ask this, and then maybe this, because I because I, I I think those things get the love because those are the most recent movies, and that's what sure. like you know you go to the store and most of the toys are based on the newest stuff. Um, mm. but I wonder sure. like 10 years, you know, 20 years from now, when you look back at it, like, God forbid they make another tr trilogy, <laughs> but like, as long yeah. as like the, they, the, they will. The, the, right. the, the nine movies that are out right now remain the nine movies. I wonder if sure. those newer things will fall back behind the originals. Like as time comes, you get a little I don't bit know. further away from them. Yeah. I think you have people who will watch the the original trilogy and think it's corny. Now. Yeah. yeah, that's that's true. For whatever reason, it doesn't look like the the new movies yeah. do, which is ridiculous. But I know, like I would think, and again, my child's not old enough to to watch these or any of the movies. But Greg or Tyler, I think if you take your 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 kids, and they were to see Kylo Ren, or Vader, they'll still be pumped on either oh, yeah. one of those. Right? Those are both iconic yeah, characters 100%. to them. And there's no Vader there. Yeah, that's that. Bumps I think me that out. if you were to tell your kids like, "Oh, it's Ray or it's Leia," I think that those are both equally as important. Yeah. Albeit, Ray is not nearly as important to me as Leia is, yeah. but whatever. Like, I think that you would see Leia. That would be just as important as seeing Ray. That's again, it's just my thought. As someone who I don't have kids that age, so what do I really know? It's just my own biases, probably. But I'm just saying. Pre pre COVID, they still had um, Vader. In the uh, what was that? In the show by Star Tours. No, in it where you could take a picture with them, like in the building. Oh back yeah, yeah, Star yeah, Tours. where you yeah. walk through by yeah. Star Tours. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. My son was. Yeah, but that was like a little bit. jacked and scared out of his fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they had, but they also had like Asajj Ventress, so they had a bunch yeah. of characters from like a bunch of the like. Uh, the cartoons, all that stuff. But I'm talking about yes, in no, Batu, where all the characters are walking around, nothing but new characters. Yeah. Yeah. 
but I, but it's also I'm set saying, in that version of the rebellion. Yeah, but what does that even say that they made they made the park on the new trilogy? What were they gonna do? Abandon the new trilogy and base it off something older? I feel like they had to embrace what was out at the time. I mean, you could have done. I don't know. That yeah, that's a great point, but. You know, you have a you have a you have a Millennium Falcon ride that doesn't mention Han Solo. <laughs> He's not even mentioned, and he is in the That's sequel true. trilogies. There's not even a mention. They created a third character for that, or a uh, uh, a not in the movies that, character. That character is in ride. the uh, the the uh, cartoon show my son watches. Yeah. Yeah. But is he part of the cartoon show that your son watches? Because I don't know which cartoon it is. Was it from the show, or was it from the the land, or was it from it pre, pre-existing? Pre, it may have been developed simultaneously when they were creating the idea of the ride, right. but it was well before the ride opened. Got it. All right, gentlemen, I don't want to go down <laughs> this rabbit hole anymore because I'm trying to keep it positive. I appreciate all of the listeners who voted. Uh, you know, I hope that I hope that we gave you guys something you'd enjoy. We are going to take a little bit of a break because this is the end of season one. We're going to come back either with a new format or a season format again. We're not sure. Just thinking about that. But regardless, we'll be back in, you know, a month or so. So I appreciate everybody who listened. Appreciate you guys. Miss Damien. But uh, we'll do it again. All right. All right. Thank you.